It's easy to say that everyone deserves a second chance. But how much is too much? On today's case, Mrs. Wilson says she was swayed by her emotions to take back her husband of nine years after she discovered he was having multiple affairs. She says her husband is a habitual cheater who is so brazen that he even had an affair at her own family's house. Mrs. Wilson says her husband, Mr. Wilson, is officially out of chances and she's ready to file for divorce. Let's hear their case. Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Starr presiding. Your Honor, this is the case of Wilson versus Wilson. Thank you. Mrs. Wilson, Mr. Wilson. Mrs. Wilson, you say you are here today because you are ready to be done with your husband. You say you feel that after 13 years together, he does not respect you. You say there have been too many lies and too much deceit in this marriage for you to even continue in this relationship. Yes, Your Honor. Ooh, Mr. Wilson, you're here because you say you really want to save your marriage and your family. You admit you've made some mistakes, but you are desperate to talk through your issues and intend to beg for your wife's forgiveness and another chance. Yes, Your Honor. Okay, well, that sounds like a very tall order. Mrs. Wilson, y'all have been together for 12 years, married for nine years. You have children together, you've formed a family, but you say that there has been red flags from day one. How did you get here? How do you think you got into court today? I got here because my husband is telling lies, he mistreats me, he's cheating, and I'm just trying to get to the bottom of it. I want, I love him, but enough is enough. If we, I, I know you have potential. He's, he has potential. So I know he could be a great father and a great husband and a great provider. But we got to figure out what's the problem. What am I doing wrong? I know, but sometimes it's not even me. It's just I, probably him being him. Well, let's find that out. I'm going to turn over to Mr. Wilson. Mr. Wilson, Mrs. Wilson says there's potential there, but you sure as heck have not been showing it. Yes, I have, but... It's just like every time you turn around, she thinks it's something out there. It's some woman somewhere around the corner in the bushes under the grass or something. <laughs> Look, no, as you've been going through relationships and been in relationships, anybody know that when people have insecurity, you'll think about all the things that you're doing and they'll try to blame it on the next person. Well, you know, Mr. Wilson, though, even if you're paranoid, folk are chasing you, if you know what that right, saying is right. about. Yes. Sometimes... Uh, there's a reason for folk to be insecure. And from what I understand, looking at the case file, you've given Mrs. Wilson yes, many Honor. reasons yes. Yes, over Honor. the years. So what else has been going on over the years so that you can catch me up? Um, we moved to Phoenix City. Okay. Yeah, and um, we didn't know anybody. He ended up getting a job. And he was working the job, and he ended up meeting a friend. So his friend came over to the house to take him out. We were living with someone at that time. So I didn't mind him going out, but it was the point, don't stay out all night. We live with someone. We, you know, we, we're living here with someone. So he stayed out to about 5 o'clock the next morning. It's Sunday morning. These folks getting up ready to go to church, and you're just walking in the door. She didn't care, but I did. It was about respect. We're living with someone else. And so, in other words, you're just saying that it made y'all look like... Yeah, like we just... Yeah. 
Mm. Didn't care or anything. Mm -hmm. Mr. Wilson, what do you say to that? The person that we were staying with, they didn't have any disregards about it. No, they, they, they didn't, they, but they, it was all about respect. It, they didn't say anything was wrong with it. They, respect, they knew respect, how it was respect. in the area that we, we moved to. I, I give you space, but anytime I try to do anything, I, don't, I can't go anywhere. But, Mr. Wilson, let me ask this question, because, you know, I'm old school. I'm from the yeah. South, <laughs> and um, I was taught that... Nothing good happened after 2 o'clock in the morning out in them streets. So help me to understand what in the world does a married man need to be out all night long without his wife? What y'all be doing? Give me some insight. Actually, we was at the club, and I lost track of time. Okay, well... My phone had died, and I didn't know what time it was, period. Well, not for nothing, but when the sun come up, that means it's too late. So you at the club without your wife all night long, you don't think she should feel some kind of way about that? I let her go in. She be at clothes all the time of night. You and your wife find it okay to be out with other folk all night when you have children at home. And I'm I'm looking at these, these ages... These are school-age children. Yes. Yeah, no, it's not, not okay, but like, like I said, at the time, I didn't know what time it was in the morning. All right, now, Miss Wilson, I'm going to turn to you. You have daughters. Yeah, yeah. I have a one and yeah. now, question. Do you want her to think that that's the kind of behavior that she should accept no, but as a woman? No, but tit for tat, baby, tit for tat. I'm playing that game because I'm fed up. Well, I And I you. deserve respect. So, but Mrs. Wilson... Um, when you when you say you want to uh, be tit for tat, at some point you have to cut your losses and say the tit for tat is not working. I'm kind of done with it. And yeah, you're you right. And, and right. And right. So, you, and your... and that's the thing that she played a tit for tat thing. If you started off, how could it be tit for tat? Now I've heard examples of not being respectful, but I haven't heard anything about cheating. Well, um, this one particular time, um, he had a friend come over, so he went outside already, and the baby, you know, he's a little two-year-old, so he's a busybody. So he went in the drawer, and he just pulled out a wrapper. So I ain't paying no attention to the wrapper. I was just gonna put it back in the drawer. It was a condom in the wrapper. We don't use condoms. Where that come from? No, we don't use that. And then, so I put it on the bed. So when he walk in, he's automatically gonna see that condom there. So he, so when he walked in, I said, "Oh, this is what we doing? No explanation, no nothing. He just grabbed, put it in the garbage can. Like, really? Who does that? There go that good condom when we went to Mississippi. Oh yeah, let me tell you oh, about Mississippi? that. Mississippi. The phone ring. It's a staffing company where you, like, you know, to get your jobs and stuff. At 11 o'clock, so I ain't paid it no mind. The call came in again. So I answered. I said, hello. Yeah, man, please speak to my friend. Baby, what friend? We ain't got no friends over here. He with his friends. Tag, you're it, Mr. Wilson. What was up with the condom? It, it wasn't mine. It, it was... It was one of my homeboys. He uh, just came into town and he was cleaning out his truck and he paid. He gave it to me to throw away. And well, you should have threw that away. That should have been in the garbage. My garbage can was full. Uh-uh, it should have like, been in the garbage. It should have like, been nothing I don't, else. I don't, don't, don't want to put it in the trash because it's going to the confusion. I didn't you know, come. I, I said I it on the Wait, bed. you know what? Y'all have me completely <laughs> confused. Condoms are about this big. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm. The garbage can was full, Mr. Wilson. Yeah, the garbage can. And wait, wait, wait. And the condom, that's Robert. Yeah, the that big. It's gonna overflow. 
didn't fit in the garbage can. <laughs> and by the way, if the garbage can was convenient to you, why couldn't your friend just put it in the garbage can? He was really just getting, getting stuff out of his car. He wasn't really just like cleaning it out. He was getting oh, all this so stuff out. Oh, so it's changed again. He so was getting all this stuff out to put it in the house. Miss Wilson, was that condom your condom, sir? No, no, ma'am. No, ma'am. It was not. Okay, Miss Wilson. It wasn't intended to use it, didn't have anyone to use it with. Okay, oh, Ms. no, there's no that good column when we went to Mississippi. Oh, yeah, let me tell you oh, about Mississippi? that. Oh, Mississippi? Yeah. We, All kind of things we happened wrong. in Mississippi. Yeah, what happened? Mississippi, but, you know, we live in Phoenix City, so we was headed, you know, to visit the family or whatever. So we headed. By the time we get halfway to Tuscaloosa, the phone ring. So I see the phone ringing. It's a staffing company where you, they, you know, they get your jobs and stuff. At 11 o'clock? So I ain't paid it no mind. He ain't answer, so I ain't gonna answer. It wasn't my phone ringing. So the music continued to play. The call came in again. Okay, so I answered. I said, hello? Yeah, man, please speak to my friend. Baby, what friend? We ain't got no friends over here. He with his friend. <laughs> she thought she wanted to speak to her friend. Who is this? And I was finna go upside the head, but he was driving. See? <laughs> Mr. Wilson, tag, you're it, sir. Yeah, that was just something crazy. That was just, she was just thinking again. No, no, like, I was thinking it with her. I wasn't even in the car. I was yeah. not headed to Mississippi. Look. But I'm going to tell you right now, if a woman calls on my man's phone, won't identify herself and say, can I speak to my friend, that tells me there's a little bit more going on than what the friend is telling no, me, no, sir. No, no, she wailing in front of my house, talking she finna whoop me. No, you ain't finna whoop me. Are we talking about the same person that was on the phone? Yes! A business associate? Yes, I'm calling me. She picking with the girl. I beg your pardon, sir? She was picking with the girl. Oh, picking on her, okay. Picking with the girl, yes. So you say Mrs. Wilson just making this whole thing up. Now, the woman called, but she just, she never gave the woman anything to say. Learn to celebrate each other. Yeah, cause he has potential to be a great father, a great husband. And it's just like, pfft, along the way, he lost or something. Well, he need to go find it, because I'm tired, and I'm not putting up with it anymore. If you'd like your case to be heard on Divorce Court, call us toll-free at 1-877-311-2222 or log on to our website at divorcecourt.com. Mr. Show, watch full episodes on our streaming platforms and follow us on social media for exclusive content. There must be a reason that you are uh, feeling that your husband is untrustworthy. You actually asked your husband to leave the house. Yeah, yeah, because... And let me tell you the reason why. Okay. Every, every time she wants me to leave the house, she already have a plan, already have somebody else she's already talking to. Meaning, meaning, meaning she's cheating already herself? cheating herself. Oh, okay. So she tried to put it on blast to try to switch the story like, I'm the one no, that's throwing it no, and I'm the one that's no. doing it. Sounds like everybody's being disrespectful in this house. Yes. Mrs. Wilson, who is this guy? He's a friend of mine. Oh, so we back to the friends, friends again. Friends, Yeah, that's after <laughs> you had your friends. Why not have me Look. friends? You sit up and FaceTime a girl. Your home girl. <laughs> Really? Okay, I'm still trying to figure out why y'all are even married because nobody's being respectful. I've been reading this case file, Mrs. Wilson, and you you said that um, you know, when your you and your husband have disagreements, he'll just leave and anything could happen. Yeah. Um one one night well, it was that 
I think that Thursday we had a disagreement. Yes, ma'am. Okay, he slept in the chair that night. At the at your house. At my house. Yes. But Friday night, Friday night, you go to their house because I got the key. They're moving out, so I have the key to the house. So it's someone, some some place close to you. Yeah, it's right next door to me. Okay. okay. Yeah, I was keeping it for my landlord or whatever because they were moving out. So the neighbors. Okay. So next thing I know, I get me and my children. We lay down three o'clock in the morning. So I'm like wakes me up. So I'm like, oh my god, what the what the world going on? Okay, me going. I'm gonna get the key. I'm gonna walk across yard and I'm gonna walk across that yard and see what's going on. I get there, the the screen door is locked. So when I get to acting crazy and, and cutting my fingers and, and trying to beat on the window and let up the window and break the window to get in here, come here to the door fully closed. If anybody was in there, don't you think I would, why would I have on all my clothes if I was coming fully closed? It's 3 o'clock in the morning. It's 3 o'clock in the morning. Fully closed. All up under the couch, up under the bed. Look, I'm laying down in the bed. She came in there and flipped over to the bed. It's, it's off to the side, so it's dark up in there. I seen somebody. It was somebody in there. It was somebody in that house, babe. Because you were no fully clothed. And then you act like Mr. Mr. Wilson, here's the thing. Mrs. Wilson, you came in court today because you say that your husband is a disrespectful liar. Yes. And he's been cheating on you for years. Yes. That you may not have direct proof, but you have... Yes. It's the... Instincts and you have your own thoughts about all of his behavior. And I'm not delusional. Well, you also say that his secretive ways have been what caused a rift in your marriage. Yes, it has. And you have kicked him out of your house, but he's worked his way back in. Yes. Allegedly, you have had enough. I'm not sure about that. Mr. Wilson, you say that although your wife says she wants a divorce and wants you out of the house, that's not what you want. You admit that you've done wrong in the past, which I still haven't gotten a complete uh, view on that. But you said that you want to make your family a solid unit. Is that correct? So I'm still trying to figure out, Mrs. Wilson, is what makes you think that your husband is going to change his behavior after all of these years? Because, you know, in order to save a relationship, just, just let me talk for a minute. You have to work on yourselves as individuals first. You know? You can't have a marriage, a relationship that's a tit-for-tat. That does not work. So you have to work on yourself as individuals first. You have to become whole human beings, people that you respect yourself, so that you bring that whole human respectful being to the relationship. The next thing is you have to fight better. Tit-for-tat doesn't work when you when you're grown people. You know, grown people come together, they have a sit down. Um it's not like you going in the ring and just box it out. That's not how yeah. you're going to make it work. But in order to fight, you have to have respect and love for the person that you're fighting with. Are you seeing Mrs. Wilson seeing what I'm seeing? No. She's crying. No. Because I think for the first time Mrs. Wilson is hearing somebody call you on behavior, Mr. Wilson, that hurts her feelings. For the first time in a long time, Mrs. Wilson is allowing her feelings to show. You hurt her feelings. You owe her an apology for making her feel this way. I can't apologize for you. You need to, sir. I'm waiting. Uh, I'm sorry, man. What you sorry about? Everything I done. And I apologize, too. 
I just want us to be happy, man. Yeah, we will, man. You know what else you got to learn to do? Express gratitude for the little things. The little things in your life. Start to remember. Go back. Go back to what made you happy in the beginning. Little things that he did. You want me to tell you my very favorite gift my husband gave me? A Costco membership. It was the nicest gift ever. Really? He gave me the executive Costco membership as a gift. Baby, that's the sweetest gift. Because it's probably the gift that I use the most. Yeah. And when I think about it, I just still get this giggle on my face. Gratitude for the little things which y'all have done for each other over the years. You done forgot how to romance your wife and how to be in love and how to treat each other with respect. And that brings me to the fourth thing. You have to savor your time together. You have children. Y'all are this tit for tat. Life is too short. You done lived through a pandemic. Yeah, yeah. Friends passing. You done attended virtual funerals because you can't even go and lay folk to rest. Savor your time together. And finally, learn to celebrate each other. Yeah, because he has potential. You he said that from so the beginning. He has so much potential to be a great father, a great husband. And it's just like... <laughs> Along the way, he lost or something. Well, he need to go find it because I'm tired and I'm not putting up with it anymore. Now, I'm numb at this point. Now, I'm, I'm serious now. I'm Mr. So Wilson, numb. you heard what your wife said. I'm numb now. You and can't have her numb, numb. It's over. I'm prepared to change everything I've been doing, baby. Only you can determine whether or not you want to be in this marriage. Yeah. Mr. Wilson, do you want to be in this marriage? Yes, ma'am. Ms. Wilson, are you prepared to stop the tit for tat? Be there when he needs you? Listen sometimes and not talk? Yes, ma'am, I can do that. Then I think that this marriage can work. But it is only on you. Mr. Wilson, you want it? Yes, ma'am. Ms. Wilson, you want it? Damn right. Excuse me, my friend. Then go on over there and help your husband. Ooh, y'all be worrying me. Why ain't worrying me, Robert? Worrying me. Yay. All right, we're going to get this thing together. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to try to take care of you. I'm going to listen to me. I'm going to listen to you and show our love and gratitude for each other. Robert, you know what? Those are the kinds of couples that just give me encouragement. They've been through so many ups and downs, but the love is still there. Yeah, I mean, they, they fell down the rabbit hole. Oh, heck yeah. They fell down the rabbit hole. They were tit for tat. They were... They, they stopped caring, but mm -hmm. deep inside, they still loved each other. So that was always important. And you saw Mrs. Wilson just break down because finally somebody was calling them mm -hmm. on their stuff mm -hmm. that they do to each other. Mm -hmm. I think Mr. Wilson um, saw for the first time right. how his behavior has affected his wife. But there was still love. Right. I'm plugging for them. I yeah, really am. I'm really rooting for them too.